silver medalist representing Lebanon, medalha de prata representando Líbano, Ray Bossy. I always say in sports and being an Olympian, it's not only the talent that you have that makes you an athlete. It's actually uh, an attitude, it's a character. You do have a lot of obstacles, but at the end of the day, if, if this is your dream and you want to make it come true, then you have to do it on your own. Welcome to Flame Bears, the women athletes carrying Tokyo's torch. I'm your host, Jamie. In this episode, we speak with six-time world champion medalist in trap shooting, Reba Seal, who has broken nearly every possible barrier in her home country of Lebanon. We discuss the challenges she faces living in Lebanon during a global pandemic and the recent explosion in Beirut. Lastly, we explore Ray's leadership in her country and for the United Nations Development Program for Youth and Gender Equality. My name is Ray Bastille. I'm from Lebanon. I'm a trap shooter and I'm qualified for Tokyo 2020, which is actually 2021 in July. I asked Ray what her life was like growing up and how she got into shooting. I always wanted to be a champion. I come from an athletic family. My mom and dad were also champions in volleyball. And my father is a Lebanese champion in shooting. Well, my life was actually like every normal kid. I used to go to school and I did my university degrees. And this is where, meanwhile, I used to go with my dad hunting. And my dad, he's also a hunter. So at age of 15, I have decided uh, to try trap shooting because of him. So he took me to the shooting range, and this is where everything started. Just six months into her training with her father, Ray competed at the World Championships in Cairo, where she was the youngest competitor at 16. Though her natural abilities put her on a trajectory for the Olympic Games, her journey to Tokyo was anything but normal. This past year with the pandemic was a particular challenge for Ray. The problem is that everything was closed during the pandemic in Lebanon. The shooting clubs were closed, even the, the sports fields, uh, the gyms, everything was closed. I, I mean, it's everywhere in the world, you know, so it was really hard for us to to really get engaged in my training. So the only place I found is the garage and this is where I, I used to train. So uh, just to keep a little bit in the mood, just to keep a little bit in my fitness. Uh, from a few weeks, uh, they opened the range. So I tried to take advantage of that to go shoot a couple of rounds before they closed back again. So you know this up and down, up and down actually was really hard and especially emotionally and mentally. So this thing was a bit stressful. But afterwards, when we knew that the Olympics will be rescheduled for July 2021, so I said, okay, this year I will take it very slow and easy on myself. And uh, then uh, they opened back again and I had my first World Cup in Cairo two months ago. I finished fourth place, which is good after almost two years not competing. On top of the pandemic, Lebanon is still rebuilding after their civil war, which was from 1975 to 1990. Ray's had to face a constant struggle for resources and support that athletes in many other countries don't usually have to fight for. 
The problem in Lebanon is that, unfortunately, sports is not very well supported by the government. And uh, we face a lot of lack of uh, having a vision towards sports and sports development overall. For me, Lebanon is, is at the end of the day, is my country. And uh, it's a culture, it's education, it's uh, it's amazing people. They love, they, they, we love the life and uh, uh, we are fighters. And uh, with all the, 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 the bad things that are happening around us, uh, you always see us like fighting and, and pursuing our dreams, you know, because this is the only way we can keep on standing. It really makes me sad inside because we have a lot of potentials and we have a lot of capacities and abilities to, to really prove that to the world that no matter what, we can achieve. To gain some insight into Ray's headspace during this tumultuous time, I spoke with Ray's mental coach to hear how the current events have impacted her performance, confidence, and focus. My name is Gracia. I am the mental coach of uh, Ray Basile. Being a mental coach is really trying to understand what the athlete goes through. It's the lack of focus, of confidence, you know, and we are here to help them go through all these uh, positive mindsets, positive self-talk, remind them about their achievements, make them feel that really uh, everything will be okay. Our country have been through a lot, especially the big explosion on the 4th of August, which was like really hilarious because on top of COVID, okay, fine, but then comes a big explosion where you can feel everybody is devastated. And even Ray, she was, okay, I am a positive person, but she wanted to do the best for everyone. She couldn't like stand like this, sitting and just watching the news. For her, it wasn't easy, you know, to be like, you know, on the mode of lockdown uh, because he has goals to achieve. Given that we're all going through different forms of uncertainty and unknowns right now, I was curious about the types of mental exercises that they focused on. So our aim was really working on a daily basis and living the present moment, you know, and this is very important. As a mental coach, we like to live the present more than the future and less than the past. So, and being grateful for everything. It's not easy, you know, to to put something in the mind and keep on like pushing to the extreme. For me, it's one of her also achievements to never settle. And no matter what, she was finding a way, you know. Ray isn't just the only athlete from Lebanon who has qualified for Tokyo. She's also the first ever female Arab woman to compete in trap shooting at all. I asked her what this means to her. I qualified last uh, November 2019. I was in Qatar for the Asian Championship and I took the quota place. So far, the only one qualified is from Lebanon. Actually, at the beginning, it's it looks cool you know like being the first arab female woman to be part of this game but and then uh, it was for me um, a great achievement to introduce the sports to the female arab female in the world and today we have a lot of teams whereby we have qatar Dubai, emirates kuwait uh, egypt so many other female athletes practicing this kind of sport and uh, we reach also to create uh, the arab federation 
Arab League Federation that actually is doing Arab championships yearly. And uh, we are seeing that the number is increasing uh, year after year. And this is something really amazing. I asked her what it is about women that makes them so formidable. I always say that, that a woman is a fighter. She can really, really fight on all levels, you know, being a mother, being a workaholic person, taking care of the house, taking care of the family, being successful in her career. So really a woman is something. For a woman to hold a gun and, and at the end of the day, she's still a woman and, with her, and, and feminine. And so this contrast, you know, is something really unique and beautiful. It's not only that a woman can shoot and do results and raise the Lebanese flag, but also a woman can do so many things. She entered this, so many different sectors. It could be politics, could be in science, could be in economy. And this is why I always insist that we have a lot of talents and we have a lot of potential. So use it, just do it, you know? Just don't let anything stop you. I wanted to understand what was holding women back in Lebanon. It's not something to hold them back. It's about the culture, right? So sports is culture. If you do not have the right culture to introduce sports at schools and universities, the way things should be done and the way it should be introduced, because the only way to get talents starts from a younger age, you know? So the culture is very important. You find some areas in Lebanon where it comes from family and the culture of the families that the girl is not allowed to practice sports because they have their own way of thinking or whatever. But I think today things are changing, you know? The mentality is starting to change because my job is really to highlight on that. And this is what I'm trying to say and to explain and to support women in sports. And women in sport has a really huge factor. Not only she can be an athlete, but she can be also a manager, a coach, and be part of the Federation, part of the International Olympic Committee. She has a big role to do. So spreading the word all over is something really important. Every woman should do. Being a role model and taking on gender through leadership isn't new for Ray. She's been a United Nations Goodwill Ambassador for Youth and Gender Equity since 2017. She's passionate about the advancement of gender equity because not only can it reduce poverty, but it can also develop nations. And this is something that Ray feels a great sense of responsibility for. To improve gender equality in Lebanon is to empower women to be more introduced to sports and all kinds of sports that are considered to be managed sports. I had so many events and projects with the UNDP where the whole focus was actually on youth and uh, gender equality because as you know in Lebanon we still have we still have this old mentality and uh, what I did is to to give hope and to introduce sports in these areas especially for the women because still some areas women are not allowed to play soccer or to play basketball so that was really something that I, I actually feel proud to achieve with them. And not only that, it's also to empower women into different uh, fields, not only sports, but also in others, other careers. The main thing is to say that nowadays there is equality between men and women. It's proven in 
so many things. So we both have talent. Even okay. if you might have so many barriers in front of you, you should know that nothing can stop you. Ray mentioned that the best way around those barriers and the best protection for a woman in general is her courage. Because if you do not have the courage to work towards your goal and your achievements and you have the guts to really achieve that, nothing will help you to reach to that point or to the goal that you're setting. And the courage comes within the person, you know? The courage is inside you. You have a lion inside you. You have a tiger inside you. So just let it go out and just have the courage to show it and to prove to yourself first before proving to the others that you are capable of achieving it. And this is why, yes, I say courage comes first because if you do not have the courage, everything is impossible. So this is the main thing. So courage is everything. Courage has propelled Ray to take action, not just in her sport, but in service of others for Lebanon. It's clear in the way that Ray talks about her work with the United Nations and also in how she talks about winning for Lebanon that she's always in service of others. It's not about winning for her own sake, but for her country, for Lebanon, for young women. Ray embodies what I believe is the highest form of leadership, servant leadership. So I sat down with someone who spent her life exploring leadership to explain what it is and how Ray embodies it. My name is Ella Bell Smith. I am a professor at the Tuck School of Business. Servant leadership is an, an approach to leadership that is about others and making the workplace, making the work, making everything connected to the work better for the people who are doing the work. We often think that leadership, it's all about me my power, my title, my salary. You know, CEOs make huge, huge, huge amount, amounts of money compared to the other employees. Servant leadership, the ego is somewhat removed because it is all of you being of service. And in reality, good leaders understand it's not about you. It's what you're doing for the future. It's what you're doing to your employees and to what you do. It is about listening. It is about developing people. It is about respecting people, appreciating people, but it's also being honest with people. I asked Dr. Bell how athletes can be servant leaders. We often think of, and and it's true, athletes, you have your skill, this is what you're really good at. You're a runner, you're a, a, a swimmer, you're a volleyball player, I'm thinking Olympics, you know, or you're a great basketball player. Oh, look at the NBA. Talk about servant leadership and race relations. Oh my God. And when I think of servant leadership, I'm thinking of leaders who help um, those around them be their best selves. Athletes can be servant leaders, Dr. Bell says, by supporting a need a moment, or a movement. I figured that Ray's mental coach, 
knew Ray better than anyone else. So I asked her why she believes Ray is a good leader. She has a big responsibility. And I believe uh, as her mental coach, I, I feel, you know, that she is responsible of making her country proud with everything we're going through in Lebanon. To further understand how Ray is seen as a leader from within Lebanon by fellow women, I spoke with Professor Carmen Geha, activist and associate professor of public administration at the American University of Beirut. One of Professor Geha's specializations is in leadership and specifically women's representation within Lebanon. So I wanted her thoughts on how Ray is seen as a leader within the country. So really the politics and the policies that shape this industry alongside a lot of other industries are very much based on exclusion. And men usually have more access to these places, same as we see with the political sphere. So for someone to be able to transcend them, to resist them, to rise above them, I think we owe it to her to study how she did that so that we can open up the door for many other young women in Lebanon. So the onus shouldn't only be on those that do excellent, but how we can learn from her track to help others who aren't excellent, but who deserve to play and to fulfill their dreams. You know, there's a politics of the lack of of dignity, that we don't matter. And I think this politics of pride and wanting to perform, to show a different space and a different face of hard work, of excellence, of sweat and of merit is something that a lot of people, I mean, I'm not in sports, but I connect with her on that level in terms of we deserve better and we know that we can do better and we don't want to let the criminal negligent politicians monopolize that. They are not the sole representatives of the, of this nation. Yes, some of them are elected in a very uh, imperfect framework, but they don't get to speak in our names. And I see her rise to uh, fame in that uh, light a lot for a lot of people my age. In addition to being in service to her country, Ray also recognized the need for girls to learn trap shooting. So she opened up an academy for them. I decided to create a, this uh, shooting academy because I just I would love to transmit everything that I have learned and experienced in my whole shooting career to a new generation that will be representing Lebanon in the future. Because at the end of the day, uh, I cannot keep all the secrets for my own. And what surprised me, actually, is when I opened the academy, I had numbers of girls more than boys. And this is something that really made made me happy about it. At the beginning, like 15 years ago when I started, and Lebanon was like just uh, considered to be a managed game, you know. So having a girl shooting was a bit uh, outside the box. But then when I proved myself and I did all the achievements that I've done, and people saw that also a woman can shoot, like I'm still a woman. And uh, I became an idol for the for the women and for the uh, young girls. And the day I opened the academy, I received so many girls and the parents were so excited to put their kids in the academy. Hopefully I'll be able at least to create a team for the future. Another need she recognized and acted on? Having better ammunition options. So she started her own ammunition line. My ammunition line, which is divided into two parts. One of it is the hunting edition, and the other one is the trap shooting edition. So this year, and due to the economical situation, I have decided to do a very limited edition of one line, which is the hunting line. 
and it was sold out in two, in three weeks, and I was really like I was really impressed. So um, that was a good uh, feedback. Talk about a universal sharpshooter, first Arab female Olympic trap shooter, United Nations Goodwill Ambassador, ammunition line entrepreneur, Academy founder, and servant leader for her country of Lebanon. There's clearly literally nothing Ray can't do. I have a business mind, you know. I always, you know, I had very tough years to, to reach where I am today, okay? And the, the, the way I see things uh, is different than other people. Maybe they see it. So the struggle that I faced and um, the lack of support that I had and the lack of presence of the, the sponsors or the government or everything, I just want to give a better for the next generation. So I try the best to facilitate things, and this is what I want to do because I believe that youth are the future. In closing, I asked Ray what one action she wants listeners to take after listening to her episode. Respect the presence of women and to really support them, especially nowadays, and to have to focus really on having a certain equality among each other because at the end of the day we've been in a very tough year, you know, and I think the pandemic should be really a good lesson to every single person of us. I really hope that people learned that no one can stand alone. We need each other. I won't say definitely an Olympic medal, but that's that's one of my dreams, definitely. Odds are, whatever target Ray aims for, she'll be hitting her mark. Thanks for tuning in to Flame Bears, the women athletes carrying Tokyo's torch. For more behind-the-scenes coverage, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter by searching for Flame Bears. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and check out Sarah Davies' episode, tackling her journey as a female Olympic weightlifter and beauty pageant queen while taking on corrupt leadership inside the International Weightlifting Federation, the governing body for international weightlifting. We'll catch you on our next episode.